What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is Hello, and welcome Truth. back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are thankful to have you today. Uh, whenever you're listening to this episode, you may be a few weeks behind from when it actually is. We are, our kids just got out for summer, and what's uncomfortable is the, the expectation, the parent expectation versus the kid expectation of what summer should look like. Our lives don't change much, do they, Obi? Maybe as far as our responsibilities. Maybe maybe we have more responsibility in the summer, possibly. Because because our kids are home all day and they expect to be entertained. Now oh. whether those expectations have yeah. been set by us. We could probably talk about that for a while. Yeah. The expectations <laughs> versus reality. Exactly. Of your time, your summer expectations are not going to dominate my time. Mm-hmm. You had uh, your youngest woke up the other day and had some expectations I thought were pretty yep. funny. Six year old, first day of summer, he woke up and in his mind, it was time to go on vacation. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's summer vacation. Vacations in the word, in the phrase, you know, summer vacation. Where are we going? Where are we going, Dad? Where are we going, Dad? Dad, it's vacation. Where are we going? <laughs> I'm like, what do you mean? Where we? Well, it's vacation. Where are we going? Are we going to the beach? No, we're not going to the beach, Owen. Disney World. <laughs> <laughs> that escalated quickly. Yeah. No, we're not going to Disney World, Owen. Can we go to a hotel? <laughs> On the on the flip side of that, <laughs> I think his summer vacation would be totally fine with going to somebody else's house that has a pool. Yes, you know what I'm saying, like, are we going somewhere, Dad? Just, what is this vacation going to look like Dude, for three months, two and a half months? You mean I need to stay in this house <laughs> yeah. that I live in? <laughs> his head. You are crazy, he Dad. Was so disappointed when he knew we weren't going to the beach hotel, <laughs> hotel or Disney World. Oh my goodness! Well, we did get to spend some time out on the lake the other day for Memorial Day, and that was uh, just awesome and a good reminder of of God's creation. And mm, you know, yes. we had talked about uh, what is your Sabbath a couple weeks ago, and uh, that's one of those things for me. Lake time is one of those things for me that is uh, the L, the five L's that we went through for the Sabbath is one of those things for mm-hmm. me. Leisure, leisure, yeah, you know. We, I'm reading a book right now by John Eldridge, and uh, it's about the personality of Jesus. Mm. And it's about how, uh, and this isn't necessarily what we're going to talk about today, but we're talking about it. Um, you know, it's about how everyone has this two-dimensional outlook on who Jesus is. You, you think about him in, this, in these pictures that you see of him, that portray him just this kind of solemn, long-haired, bearded man. I think we had one in my house growing up. Just uh, just a just almost a, a serious like just a portrait of a serious Jesus. Yeah, you know, and looking and, down and, on you. Right. What are you doing wrong today? Right. You know, it's what that's one dimension. You know, mm-hmm. the second dimension is, you know, you read stories about him in the Bible, and and it's like. You know, it's like reading a text message. 
you know, how, how much personality and how much like, how much can you really express yourself in a text message? And, and at the end of the day is they've made it easier by adding different things to our technology that allow us to kind of show some of the thoughts that we're having. But at the end of the day, it's really easy to misconstrue a text message. Very like easy. You can you can read something that could have been very well as it meant as a joke to be playful um, and totally take offense to it, and vice versa. Yeah. Yep. You know, you could read something that uh, was meant to be serious. Yeah. And right. everybody's laughing. Yes. You know, and it's like that wasn't no joke. You no, know, no. Mean, you know, and 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 so there's this two dimensional Jesus that we all that we all think about and nobody really takes the time to dig into how playful and funny and how much laughter Jesus had throughout the Bible. And it, and it really talks about uh, throughout his life. And it talks about, you know, just think about him as an artist. Mm. And, and, and you made me think about that whenever you said we got to enjoy his creation like think about the things that he's that he's created and given us that portray or give us some type of insight into his personality man yeah think about think about laughter yeah like just laughing you know i think about like if you really break if you really break it down break down laughter like where does it start it starts inside you something tickles you something's funny and then it's this whole wave of emotion of happiness and like overwhelming joy. Right. The the creator of the world mm-hmm. gave us that. That's awesome. Why did he give us that? Because he loves us. He loves he us. He wants us. That's exactly right. And, and and like look at look at nature and think about the birds singing and I know this sounds cliche you know and you think about Mary Poppins or whatever you want to think about but I mean honestly I mean think I'm about to think of a song for Mary Poppins yeah to sing. you're gonna sing something yeah I would if I could think of something I would um it, it, I just think about I think about being on the lake the other day the beauty so you, it's beautiful I mean yeah. you're on the like this mass this massive body of water like that's Water's just sitting in a hole that it rained for a while, and, you know, it filled up, and then you have the sun, the sun shining on you, uh, which God created the sun, which the sun is naturally uh, gives you vitamin D, D. Mm-hmm. Which, nat- which in turn, like, lifts your mood. That's right. Um, the breeze on the water, um, the boat we were sitting on on the water, or the float, you know. Um, the intricate the, details of... If we really think about those things, it it allows us to come in to an understanding and an insight about who Jesus really was and who God is. Yeah. Than we've ever written people. We just don't think about it because we don't think about that dimension. We think about no. reading the Bible and the portrayal of Jesus that we see in some photos. How many of you have ever seen, other than it actually like being a joke, a true photo of Jesus looking happy? Mm. That's why that uh, that show, The Chosen, kind of unlocked unlocked a lot for me, without a doubt, without a doubt. Because you, I th- I think it's portrayed pretty pretty closely. 
um, I really, I mean, based on what the Bible is, says Jesus is and how it walks through his life, it feels pretty close. And uh, the dude's just, I mean, he's he's doing God's work. Oh, yeah. But he's happy about it, man. He's having a good time. He's he's, he's playing he's joking jokes around. on Peter. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's like being, being a little sarcastic, sarcastic. Yeah. You know, and yeah. And laughing and smiling and and just the things, um, you know, just he he had he had a personality and it and it was a great one, yeah. You know, and and we just again we we overlook it, yeah. And um, and I think that to not overlook it and to really focus in and. And, and hone in on that aspect of Jesus, I really believe that it's going to pull us into a tighter, closer relationship with him because we're going to be able to relate to him better. Yeah, if we know more about who Jesus is, then we can form a closer relationship with it, with him. Just like if, if you're married and, and you strive to learn more and more about your spouse and who he or she is, Right, the closer we'll get with, exactly our, with right. our spouse, and the more bond that we'll build. Hey, uh, I'll open something prayer, and, yeah. and we'll jump into what you have for us today. Love it, Heavenly Father. We love you. We thank you for your creation, God. Just loving us so much uh, that you uh, created these things around us, uh, Lord. And, and we're thankful for uh, the opportunity to live here and to honor you, Lord. I pray that we're a light for you and all that we do in your name. We pray, Amen. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. We'll have a um, just kind of a short podcast. We sometimes we go off on a little tangent, um, you know, talking about Jesus' personality. That wasn't really the basis of what I was planning on talking about today. But um, talking about Jesus is just something that we love to do, you know, and and we want to get to know Him better because we know that the better relationship that we have with God and the closer we are to God. Uh, the more peace and the more joy and, and the, the more fulfilling our life's going to be. And, um, you know, that's a little bit of what I, I'm hitting on. It's just a constant, I'm, I'm in a constant reminder. You know, we, we all go through trials. We go through struggles. And, and it's, it's no, um, it's just, it's not a surprise. You know, I mean, we, we, sometimes some people are just kind of on pins and needles waiting for the next one, you know, and that's not how God wants us to live our lives, you know, and, and, and so, you know, what I wanted to talk about and what I wanted to just bring up and just, just work through a little bit is whenever, you know, we go, we go, uh, you could call life a roller coaster, you know, and, and, I'm of the personal belief, uh, you know, that the the tighter knit, the better our relationship is with Jesus. Maybe the uh, the lows aren't as low on that roller coaster, and maybe the highs aren't as high. Maybe it's more of a consistent, you know, up and down top roller coaster. And um, you know, I, I think that that's that's my goal. You know, my goal is to is to create more of a consistent balance in my life and in every aspect of my life, whether it's, uh, you know, my relationship with my career and my God, my relationship with 
my God and my family, my relationship with my God and X, whatever you want to put in that, in that blank. And I'm always looking for a balance to be able to live my life and know that I'm doing it in a way that's honoring him and bringing him praise and glory every day. And, and so, um, I know that whenever I'm struggling, I have a tendency whenever I'm, I'm facing adversity or trial or, uh, you know, what, whatever I'm going through that may be just a challenge, I tend to pull closer to God. I tend to like lean in more to Jesus. I tend to pray more. I tend to, to, um, you know, try to ha- I have more quiet time. It's almost like in those moments I need him more. Yeah. And, and, and then he pulls you through, he mm-hmm. pull, he pulls you through that, that moment of despair or challenge or weariness or, you know, maybe a lack of rest and you just, every day you're burdened with sleep deprivation or what, I mean, who, who knows what it is. It could be any number of things and maybe you make it through that battle and, and he pulls you out of it into, uh, you know, a season where maybe you're more on a high of the roller coaster and I, it never fails. I always find myself in that season not praying as much, not getting into the word the way that I, my my self-discipline on what I know gives me the most fulfillment in life, which is Jesus, our Lord, and, and getting digging into his word and building my relationship tight with him. My self-discipline, it, it begins to falter mm. because I – and I, I feel like I'm okay, you know, or I, I'm, you know, I've got this. So yeah. I'm, I'm in, I'm in a better spot, you know, I'm emotionally, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a better spot and, and it's just such, it's, it, it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's such a frustrating thing. And, you know, in, in first Corinthians, uh, nine twenty five through 27, um, it says, so, so I do not run aimlessly. I do not box as one beating the air, but I discipline my body and keep it under control, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. You know, there's there's verses on self-discipline throughout the whole Bible. In Jeremiah 10, 24, it says, Discipline me, Lord, but only in due measure, not in your anger, or you will reduce me to nothing. Mm. You know, and, and again, there's just, there's, there's verse after verse, uh, blessed is the one who is disciplined, Lord, the one you teach from your law, you grant them relief from days of trouble till a pit is dug for the wicked, for the Lord will not reject his people. He will never forsake his inheritance. That's Psalms ninety four twelve. Um, being disciplined is good for our souls. It's good for our spirit. Being disciplined and, ha- and, and practicing the spiritual disciplines like reading your Bible or journaling or praying or getting in community with other believers. Um, put, there, there's, there's a lot of spiritual disciplines. Uh, but, 
you know, those are just a few of them. Practicing those and being disciplined with a regimented uh, system that you put into place or something that uh, something a schedule that you have where you practice those disciplines on a daily basis, no matter whether you're in a trial or you're on top of the world doing it every day and being self-disciplined. It's something that I really struggle with, and I've got to get better at it. Well, you're not alone, brother. Yeah. I mean, this this is something I think we all go through life thinking or knowing that we need to get better at. We live in a world today. We live in the United States, and there's so, many, there's so much opportunity to do uh, pretty much whatever we want to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you can wake up and you can make a decision. There's a lot of opportunity. Uh, you can make a decision to just get started with your day. You can brush your teeth if you want to. You can take a hot shower or a cold shower. You can eat breakfast at your house, or you can make coffee at your house, or you can stop on the way and grab breakfast and coffee. Everything is at our fingertips, and it does not promote self-discipline because of the opportunities of our world around us, um, which is the opposite of what the Lord tells us to do. I've thought a lot about this leading into the summer uh, for myself and uh, for my kids as well. The disciplines that we create uh, lead us into a healthy relationship with the Lord. So, number one, are we waking up? Are we getting in the Word and, and, and building that relationship with Jesus? Are we fostering that with our kids as well? Um, there, If we don't, I'm trying to think where to go with this, if we if we don't have disciplines, God created us to be disciplined. We can see that in our kids. We can see that when they get out of school and go into summer, if we don't have a plan for our kids, they will sit on electronics all day long. Right. And do we think that that's good for them? Of course not. No. Yeah. But is it also easy for the parent? Yes. Right. It's super convenient. And just like our life, if we don't have discipline... Is that good for us? Absolutely not. God's looking at us like we're looking at our kids and saying, I know he doesn't need to be on. Well, God didn't say that. I'm looking at my kids saying, I know they don't need to be on electronics all day. Right. But we we know that, I mean, how many times have your kids been sitting there on electronics and you look up and you've been doing the same thing? Right. Yes. I mean, and, and it's, I mean... It's just eye opening. You're like, how can I? How can I set an expectation for mm-hmm. my children to not be scrolling on a, you know, YouTube kids, you know, yeah. watching a, even if it's something educational, you know, it's still right. They're playing it in their their face is playing it in a in a in a electronic device, while mom and dad's very well maybe as well. Yes, <laughs> you know, and, yes. and 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 then we and then we say, oh, but we're researching for work or we're yeah. uh, looking at something that's going to edify something that we're doing. Right. You know? and, yes. and, and we say it's okay. Yeah. And it's not. <laughs> right. It's just not. You're okay. right. You're absolutely right. You know? You're absolutely right. There's moments in, in your life. There's moments in my life where we really dial down and we're super disciplined and we, you will naturally feel that more joy. You will naturally feel more connected to the Lord if we're disciplined for the Lord. You'll naturally feel more productive. 
So, so why are we so inclined? Because it feels like the option of choice and doing what I want to do will lead to that satisfaction. That's a sinful nature. Right. It's just what our culture says. That's right. It, it we're, we're creatures of habit, mm-hmm. and our habit is to go back to we get into a good regimen of discipline uh, you know, of, of reading, getting in the word of, of having solitude and silence and quiet time with Jesus and meditating on, on him and his presence in our lives. We go through seasons where that created joy, yeah. it created peace. peace in our lives. And then the stinking habits that we've created over the course of almost 40 years, you know, come back into our mindset and we just slip back, you know? I I know it is so frustrated with myself too. I know, so like, I know that I've been needing to prioritize that to get in the word uh, daily. And, you know, a typical uh, school day, you know, I'm waking up at 6.15, 6.30, you know, kids are getting ready. I'm taking kids to school two, three days a week. And so, um, I would have to get up at like five o'clock, but in the summer, rolling into the summer, you don't have to get them somewhere at six thirty. I'm right. still waking up, but my body has started naturally sleeping in a little bit longer. Right, so six forty-five, right. seven o'clock, and now it's like those aspirations that I had because I didn't make my mind up yet. And that's a lot of it is like, what's your mindset? Do you are you? Re- am I really going to do it? If I'm going to do it, do it. Right. Don't don't. If I'm not going to do it. Don't have the asp- I I don't know where to like like I'm I'm with you though like you you wake up and you like and you aspire you, your 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 goal your thought process was hey I'm up I'm gonna go and I'm gonna um, get in the word yeah and then you think about seven different things that you got to do that day that's right you get up now like and and your my mind's up, going to those and and your projects. And your mind goes to those projects yeah and 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 then before you know it, you're... Before I know it, I'm anxious because I can't get it all done. Yeah, you're 15, 20 <laughs> minutes into this, and, yeah. and it's almost like you can't go back now. Yeah. Or or you are frustrated with yourself that you allowed yourself to do that, yeah. and you're like, I'll, I'll try, I'll just, I'll, I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. I'll start tomorrow. Yeah. And <laughs> it, yeah. It's, it's just a, it's a being disciplined. Uh, you know, if, if we've got a, a central theme of this, of this particular episode, it's, are you being disciplined? If you're not, what are you going to do to, uh, try and put parameters and, and, and systems into place to keep you focused on diving into the spiritual disciplines, reading your Bible, praying, having time with Jesus, spending time with him. We can't grow our relationship with the Lord if we're not spending time with Him. We can't. We can't. It's yeah. it's not possible. Think about your relationship with anyone in your life. It's never going to grow. It's never going to become better if you're not spending quality time with that person, getting to know them, getting to, um, you know, figure out how you can bring value to them. And and it's the same with Jesus. You know, it's the same with Jesus. We have to spend time with him. And if if we're not where we want to be, 
you know, if, if, if our goal is to be more in his image and be more Christ-like, we've got we've to gotta spend more time with him. And so I am looking in the mirror saying this to myself, but um, set something in place to help you be more disciplined. Get an accountability partner, uh, whether it be your spouse, your best buddy, uh, you know, someone within the church or your small group. I would just encourage everyone to figure out ways that they can uh, stay on track and and not allow themselves to get pulled back into this habit that we're naturally kind of created to to fall into whenever things are going well. You know, th- things are going good in our lives, mm-hmm. and we're like, yeah, I got this, you know, and then all of a sudden, bam, the hammer comes down. Things don't go your way, and you're like, oh, now I'm going to go to you, Lord. Now now I'm going to pull to you because I, I know, you know, that's that's not how God designed our lives to be. He he wants to have a relationship with us through the good and the bad. And so I would just encourage everyone, uh, you know, to learn from our mistakes, learn from the mistakes that a lot of people make, and stick to a spiritual discipline daily. Um, you know, that's that's what I had today. It's what's on my heart. Uh, it's what I'm trying to do in my own life. And <coughs> I pray that uh, I pray and hope that that you guys uh, can get something out of that, you know, and and that and that you'll take it and use it, you know, however you however you can apply it to your life. I want to close out with uh, John fourteen, and I don't know which verse it is. It's somewhere around verse fifteen. Uh, Jesus says, "If you love me, you'll keep my commandments." And the earthly example of that is the past probably three or four days, I've gotten to spend an actual, like, extraordinary extraordinary amount of time with my middle son. Just, he's been home. <clears throat> he's been home. The other two may have been doing things, whatever. We've just worked around the house. We've been down in the shop uh, playing shuffleboard and ping pong table and watching movies together. And because of that, a direct reflection of us spending time together and growing our relationship he is more apt to obey the things that I tell him to do. Oh, cool. It's super neat yeah. uh, to reflect on that. And just now, because we've been talking about this, and it's because he loves me, we're spending time together, we're building relationship. And so when I go say, hey, pick up those sticks for me out in the yard, it's not as much of a dreaded thing. It's a reciprocated relationship. That's right. That's right. It's and, that dad is showing me love yeah how, how can i show dad love yeah you know and 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 and, and how is it different with our father in heaven it's not <laughs> it's not we he, just realize it more because we we can only show the love that he shows us he just wants our time yeah just like our just like our kids want our time that's it you that's know? all they want is our time i mean he, he just wants us he just wants us yeah um uh, it's it's a it's a humbling it's very thing humbling to think about but very humbling Thanks for joining us today. Hit those buttons at the bottom. Help us reach more people for Jesus. Go out and kick today in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.